Welcome to Season 6 of Retrain Your Brain, 10 minutes of practical personal development to help you reframe your thinking to be your best self. This season reflects on some of the frustrations which 2020 has brought to the fore, including cancel culture, lockdown fatigue, and fear of missing out. Looking at the common reactions, as well as how we could choose to respond moving to 2021. If we have freed our mind from the negative, we've got space to focus on what will enhance our lives. Recent newspaper reports have revealed that certainly in my county, which is Northamptonshire, the police have been called out on the most occasions for neighbours shopping in other neighbours for COVID breaches. So why are we so judgmental? That's what this podcast is going to look at. And the subsequent one will be looking at how we can deal with this lockdown fatigue. But let's look at judgment. Researchers Willis and Toradov in 2006 say that we judge in one tenth of a second. Although the general accepted time, which is evident in most marketing and business research, is three to seven seconds. And what that enables us to do is to process the basic traits, but is also expedient enough to be socially beneficial if we're judging whether we're in danger or not. But three to seven seconds is not really long enough to be particularly effective if there's no threat and no immediate danger. So why is it we don't tend to judge people kindly who don't seem like people like us? Well, being within a community, we are relatively conformist. Much of this collective approach can be traced back to the dawn of civilization. Let's just try it. I yawn, you'll yawn. This is a hangover from our past as a collective. It was safer for the whole community to sleep at the same time because it simply meant no one was sneaking into your cave and stealing your stuff. And we do have a bit of a fundamental drive to be part of a group. We have generally always been safer together and inclusion even if you're near the bottom of the pack, or perhaps especially, still means you're part of something bigger. Unfortunately, it's a common human behaviour that rather than show acceptance of difference, we sometimes try and negate that of someone being other. It is known as the act of normative idealisation. That is, what I do is normal, what you do is odd. And that makes our ego feel better. Or alternatively, we might just be picking on other people to avoid thinking about our own problems. And something which makes them different is an easy thing to comment on. Add to that the feeling of guilt because of a tendency to live our life according to a series of shoulds. And suddenly, when somebody is doing what we think they shouldn't, we've got a lot to say. Now, a very, very quick tip here is instead of using should to guide your behavior, use could. Use the word could. Because instead of saying I should eat healthily, you end up saying I could eat healthily. And that sounds a lot more optimistic. It takes away guilt and therefore reminds us that we have that choice. I could or I could not. But that's still up to me. That sense of empowerment, however, might just be that little push we need to do what's best for us. Another reason why we do get angry when we think that somebody is cheating the system is 
often because when one person cheats, they win quite big. It's less so for those that follow, and that actually reduces the effectiveness for more and more people trying it. But that awareness can actually make us quite selfish, and we begin to think we'd rather be on the winning team and not necessarily the team of doing the right thing and losing out. Hence, we like to judge and we like to report that behaviour that we have judged. But again, a tip here is if we are always looking outside our own behaviours, there could well be a reason for it. When we tend to do that, it is often because we're trying to avoid looking at something in our own lives. So when you feel like judging others, also ask yourself, what might I be avoiding right now? Think about it and see if you can deal with it. And here are some key ways that we can get over our tendency to judge others and simply just accept them and get on with making successes of our own lives. Number one, remember that winning just because someone else has failed is not necessarily winning. So abandon your own standards of perfectionism. Instead, seek for excellence because excellence is much more about the process of whatever it is you're doing and not simply that one outcome. So what we might be doing is judging other people for behaving in a certain way because we're only looking at the outcome. We're not necessarily reflecting on all of the things that might have contributed to that particular behavior, some of which may have actually been positive. So when we abandon our view that we must be perfect, we will actually stop judging other people and start thinking a little bit more broadly of their behavior and of our own. Tip number two, think in terms of self-compassion rather than self-esteem. Why? Because self-esteem is comparison based. In order to build our self-esteem, we actually hold other people to a benchmark and decide where we are based on that. However, with self-compassion, what we end up doing is actually only comparing against ourselves, if we compare at all. When it comes to self-esteem, a self-esteem statement may be, well, I didn't do well in that race, but at least I didn't come last. A self-compassion statement will be, well, I didn't do well in that race, but I tried really hard. And it means I'm the sort of person who can work really hard and will try again. The more we do this, the more we actually build our sense of value. Tip number three, become comfortable with accepting losing or admitting when we haven't thought of something or we've been a bit ignorant about something. It isn't always possible to be right or perfect or spot on first time. And sometimes we do have to seek advice. We do have to reframe. We do have to try again. If our ego is so brittle that if we face failure, it breaks, then that's hardly building up the mental or inner strength 
to try again. Resilience is about ego flexibility. It's about being able to adapt, about being able to change. Brittleness is about simply breaking the second we're challenged. Manage our own feelings of things like imposter syndrome and don't take it out on other people. If we are feeling insecure or we're feeling, oh, I'm only here because I got lucky, then sometimes we might try to take other people down so we stop feeling so bad. Well, instead, look at the evidence to show that you have earned that place. And simply remember that actually certificates, titles, all of those things, the accolades that may make us feel great, those achievements, actually, if they were to disappear tomorrow, what really counts is being the type of person that could build them up again. That's the most important thing. So when it comes to judgment, we often do it because for some reason we are afraid of losing out. And that is approaching life with a mindset of scarcity. If instead we look at life with a mindset of abundance, there is success, there is winning, there are wonderful things to be had for all of us, then we become less focused on what others have or might be taking from us because we actually know that we ourselves have our own river of abundance and success and luck and we can choose from that whenever we want. That's all for this session. For more practical tips, The Leader's Guide to Resilience is in bookshops now or try my free self-development tools, tips and guided meditations on my YouTube site, Dr. Audrey Tang or articles on my website, www.draudreyt.com. And remember, choose to be awesome because that's who you 